everyone. Welcome to the show. Donald Trump's former trade advisor has been sentenced to prison. Uh, before I jump into this, please subscribe to the channel if you have not. Totally free, doesn't cost you a dime, helps out the show tremendously. Tell your friends and family and share this video if you like it. It really helps as well with the algorithms on YouTube. So here's the deal. Peter Navarro, as you all know, refused to appear before the January 6th Select Committee. He also refused to relinquish any documents or communication as they requested. So Navarro claimed he had executive privilege. He said this was regarding his communications with the then president, Donald Trump, and Trump had asserted executive privilege. So the jury didn't buy that argument. And after only four hours of deliberation, they found him guilty on two counts of contempt of Congress. And primarily because he couldn't prove anything. He couldn't show that Trump had ever asserted executive privilege. Also, Navarro had already shared a bunch of the details about his time in the White House in a book he published. So he was trying to have it both ways. Oh, I, I can't talk about anything that was said in the White House with Trump, but I'm gonna put it in a book. <laughs> and then he was going on media and saying, no, I'm just refusing to show up. I'm not gonna do it and you can't make me. <laughs> so Navarro was facing up to two years in prison plus hundreds of thousands in fines. However, the sentencing memo that the uh, government submitted they asked in that memo, they asked for only six months in prison and a very steep fine, which I, I was surprised by, but he's a wealthy guy, so I get it. They wanted $200,000. So obviously they wanted to make it sting. Because uh, as you've seen, if you've been watching my January 6 shows, you know they typically ask for only 2000 So Navarro spoke at his sentencing hearing today and against the advice of his attorney, by the way, he told the judge, quote, when I received that congressional subpoena, I had an honest belief that the privilege had been invoked. Nobody in my position should be put in conflict between the legislative branch and the executive branch. And earlier in the hearing, the judge had thrown some shade at Navarro for not hiring an attorney earlier. The judge said that if Navarro had consulted with an attorney, quote, worth his salt, he would have been told that ignoring this committee subpoena was a mistake and he, quote, wouldn't be standing here today. <laughs> so when Navarro spoke, he told the judge, quote, your comment, sir, that I should have got a lawyer or I wouldn't be here. Is that the lesson of this entire proceeding? I'm a Harvard-educated gentleman, but the learning curve when they come at you with the biggest law firm in the world is very, very steep. Not a man, not a Harvard-educated man. He's a gentleman. Get it straight. <laughs> One of my favorite clips before I get to the end of this, I have to share. One of my favorite clips with Navarro is when he was freaking out when they arrested him. Do you guys remember they put him in like the leg irons and the handcuffs? I think it was at the airport and he was freaking out and he's like, what they do? What they do? <laughs> I always want to get that sound. I want that to be my ringtone. What they do? <laughs> anyway.
So Navarro in court, he also said that when the violence started on January 6th, it became, quote, one of the worst days of my life. Yeah. You know, I think uh, you might want to have a talk with some police officers who were there that day. They might give you a run for your money, Navarro. Anyway, he then complained to the judge that there is a two-tiered system of justice. Yeah, there really is. There really is. U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta presided over Navarro's case, and he told him, quote, There is, some would say, a two-tiered system of justice. This is not it. Yeah, you think anyone else who defied a subpoena from the January 6th Select Committee, if it was an average American, they would have been in prison already. So anyway, Judge Mehta also addressed Navarro's attorney because the attorney had said that it wasn't possible to know if politics played a role in Navarro's conviction. So Mehta said, quote, you know what bothers me about his public statements? It's unfortunate that his statements mislead. Nancy Pelosi is not responsible for your prosecution. Joe Biden is not responsible for your prosecution. It's those kinds of statements from somebody who knows better that contributes to why our politics are so corrosive. And then the judge later said, quote, this was a significant effort by Congress to get to the bottom of a terrible day in American history. And, quote, the words executive privilege are not magical dust. It's not a get out of jail free card. Judge Mehta also told Navarro, quote, you are not a victim. In the end, Navarro was sentenced to four months in prison and $9,500 in fines. So the, basically the same thing that Steve Bannon got. I, th I think they were just trying to keep it equitable. Um, unfortunately, we can probably expect to see all of the same stall tactics that have been used by Steve Bannon. So, you know, we can see a lot of stonewalling coming and Navarro will absolutely appeal this decision. So it's going to be a while. Just, you know, buckle up. Don't don't be disappointed if he's not in prison right away, as we've seen. I mean, Steve Bannon was supposed to go to prison last year. He's still not in prison. So it could take a while. Hopefully it will happen before the election, because we all know what's going to happen if the election happens and Trump wins. All right. I will let you all know when I hear more. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And please like this video, share it, become a subscriber if you have not. If you can donate, even if it's a one-time tip or super thanks, um, or if you can become a monthly donor, that is a huge, huge help to keep the show going long-term. Love you all. Take care. Talk with you soon.